to the Nothing like last-minute technical glitches to really keep me on my toes. But um, I'm here. It worked. And thank you all for joining me this morning. Um, (laughs) Let me get it together. Boy, sorry, guys. Um, Today's show is looking for love in all the wrong places. Hmm? Is that you? Uh, I thought about today's topic. I thought it, it'd be a great topic because I find um, that love comes up a lot. It's one of the most popular things that come up in sessions and readings with people. People always want to know about their love life, um, how to find love, um, how to make love work. I mean, you know, something that most all of us are concerned with in our lives. And um, I think it's just a really great topic because I really think that love begins with you. So today I really want to get into let's taking a look at the type of love we're currently attracting and how to attract the love that we want by being the love that we want. So, you know, you can't attract something that you yourself don't possess or you're not you you can't it's it's going to be difficult to find this idea of perfect love if you yourself aren't willing to receive or you're not able to give this idea of perfect love so we'll take a look at that and as we did last week I'll probably talk a little take a call and talk a little and we'll see how that format goes. But I'm going to start off with just a couple deep breaths and I invite you to do the same. It'll just help me to reground. Again, I was really thrown off by (laughs) the glitches with the show when I was calling in. I'm just going to take a quick second. Take a deep breath. And one more. And that is a really great, quick thing to do. If you ever find yourself just out of sorts, hurried, um, upset, whatever it may be, it is amazing how cleansing and how relaxing and how connect, how these, uh, our breath really connects us to our body, to our space. So, Again, if you ever find yourself just really hurried or just feeling out of sorts, stop. Take three deep breaths and see how you feel from there. And if you need more, do more. But it works. It's great. So 
are you looking for love outside of yourself? You know, like I said a few minutes ago, a lot of, a lot of us are looking for love or looking to improve the love that we currently have. Um, but how capable are you of receiving true love, healthy love, if you yourself aren't feeling healthy inside? Um, if you are in a space where energetically you're off, your vibration is low due to uh, a multitude of things, maybe depression, low self-esteem, um, just not feeling worthy, then there's no way you're going to attract the vibration of love that you're looking for. You're just not going to be able to allow, to allow it in. So when you stop and take an assessment of where you are with your own love, with the love you have for yourself, um, with your own levels of worthiness, your levels of, of what you allow yourself to have and to enjoy, then you'll be able to take a look at maybe those things that feel off within your, your loving within your love relationship. And this just doesn't apply towards romantic love. This can be for parents. This could be for friendships. Um, I know a lot of people who have really unhealthy friendships. Well, you have to take a look at yourself to see what it is, how you're vibrating, and that will kind of give you a good indication of the friends that you have because chances are you're, you're vibrating pretty much at the same level. So when you find that perhaps maybe you're in a situation where you're just unable to find love, you're unable to attract um, the loving partner that you want, this is a time where you really have to take inventory of your life and ask yourself, what, what are these blocks that I may have to preventing this type of love from coming in? What about myself? Am I not fully loving and appreciating? What parts of me do I not feel good about? Um, because once you look at those, just it's, it's so fascinating. Just the idea of looking at something off in your space really helps make the switch and really helps to bring in the healing. Just identifying that something's there is sometimes enough to clear a block. So <clears throat> loving yourself first is really important before you can fully and completely love another person. Um, so you know what? I'm going to get into something really good. Let me take a call right quick, and then we'll get back into some things we can do to really bring in the love that we want. So this looks like it's a call that ends in 1111. Hey, how are you? Are you there? Hi, how are you? I am. I'm great. I was wondering if you could give me kind of a mini reading about um, what to expect with these relationships that you're referring to. Okay. So um, can you be a little more specific? I mean, what... What exactly are you? What exactly are you asking? I'm not quite clear. 
Um, I'm wondering how my work relationships, I have a relatively new job, how that is going to play okay. out. Okay. Well, we'll take a look here. And as I say every week, as I shuffle the deck, um, as an intuitive energy healer, my biggest concern, or my, I, I really want to look at your space and see what's going on with you, because once you get right with yourself, it seems seem to fall into place much easier. So let's take a look and see what we have. So I pulled a card. It's a fifth chakra card, and it says Archangel Gabriel. So I'm just going to just sit right quick and take a look at your space and take a look at the card, see what comes for me. The first thing that I get that really stands out for me is that you're extremely intuitive. Um, okay. In fact, I'm even getting the sense like um, you're an empath or very empathic. Are you sensitive? Do you find that you're sensitive to other people's emotions or just you can really feel when things are off with people or do you feel like a, is it easy for you to get a sense of what's going on in other people's space? I do feel like I'm I'm sensitive, yeah. Yeah. Um, let me just keep looking at this here. What I'm hearing is, is that's going to be important for you, especially in the work environment. You're really going to have to find a way to protect your energetic space, kind of um, find a way to separate your energy from those around you. Because I'm getting the sense that it's um, just a minute. I'm getting a sense as if it's going to throw you. It's really going to kind of keep you in a confused state because you're going to be picking up on so many different energies around you that aren't yours. So if you can find a way to, and even in the mornings before you go into work, just set the intention to, and I talked about this, I think, last week or, or the first week, set the intention to put something around your space, around your aura to protect or separate you from others so that you, you can think clearly in your own space so, so that you're confident in knowing that your thoughts and feelings are your own because you're so sensitive to other people around you, other people's energies. So that's going to be really key for you because I'm getting, I really am getting the sense that as an empath and not fully aware, I'm getting the sense as if you, you're not even sure when you feel off like this, you're, you think it's you. It's because of you when it's not. Does that make sense for you? It does. Okay. So, again, set the intention that your energy remains yours and that you're, you're protected within your space. And I, I'm an empath as well. So it really is, for me... I enjoy being an empath, and it especially helps me in my work to be able to understand and just really kind of um, get where other people are coming from. But it really can be confusing when it mixes in with your own energy, you see, because you don't know what's yours and what's theirs. So I personally think it is a blessing, but it's going to be key for you to figure out how to control it, how to manage it, I'll say. So, again when you're in your environment at work, and I don't know how large your, your office space is or your workspace is, but the more people, the more confusing it can be, the more you have to manage. Do you understand? Yeah, so again, of course. Just set, 
Yeah, so just set that intention that you're running your own energy and you're separated from others, and I think that will make a big difference for you. Okay, all right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, take care. Okay, caller 5349. Hello, hi. Hi, how are you? Okay, good morning. How are you? Good, good. What can I do for you? I'm just going through a transition right now. Um, right now, I've been homeless since last May. Um, <laughs> I live out of my car. I'm going from. Sometimes my family puts me up in a hotel. And, uh, they put me up a few days ago, and then I had a little accident and fell, so I'm staying a little longer in the hotel. Um, so I'm just really eager to get on my life and get a job so I can get a place to live. It just seems like a catch-22. I can't get a job at home, and I can't get home without a job. Right, right, right. Okay. So do you have a specific question? Or well, do you I just want me to just see what comes up? Yeah, I mean, I just it just seems like there are opportunities coming up, but there's no, nothing that's, like, panning out or anything is good. It just seems like these things that are just, I don't know, unstable coming up my way. Nothing seems to be, you know, a stable work environment, something good where I can at least know that I could at least go get a place to live. Okay, well, let me just pull a card here and see what comes up, and then I'll take a look at your space. Okay. Okay, it's a beautiful card, Goddess of the Moon. Let me just take a look at your space. Another card that's interesting. Just a moment. Oh, okay. I pulled a second card. Um, The first card is Goddess of the Moon, and I'll I'll read that in just a moment. The second card is Blossoming Abundance, which, uh, without reading it, sounds promising. But um, we're just going to take a look and see how that ties into you. hearing without even um, really taking a look at the cards, just looking at your space is that you need there's going to be a lot of clearing you're going to have to do some some clearing of hurt is what I'm hearing so I guess it's like a lot of past pain you're holding on to emotional pain Um, just a moment maybe when I lost everything three years ago I, I had to like you know, get rid of all my things. My kids had to go live with their father. I mean, yeah, it's it been very emotional for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm hearing that there's, it's really um, holding you back. Like, I'm getting the sense like it's actually anger. Like, it's, like there's just a lot of anger and hurt there. And um, And I know as difficult as your situation is, it has to be released. 
you're going to have to find a way to really release that anger so that it can free you. Because when looking at these two cards, the goddess of the moon card and, and the blossoming abundance, I'm getting the sense that as you begin to work through this pain and release this anger, that thing, I feel like clouds parting. Like I see as if things will really start to open up for you. And I'm actually getting the sense that they'll start to come in with ease, you know, putting your life back together. But until you're able to really address the things that you're holding on to, because it's not serving to you to hold on to them any longer. Um, those are past things. They've happened. And you're going to have to heal them so that you can move forward. But I, get, I see you, like, recycling, like you're stuck on this, uh, almost like a hamster on a wheel, and you keep replaying the pain, replaying the hurt, the story, whatever, whatever the events that were happened that happened for you, um, you really have to find a way to move past them. And that doesn't mean forget them. You know, naturally you're not going to forget, but you're going to have to find some way to heal that pain of yours so that you're not replaying it and creating, because here's what's happening. You're creating from that place of hurt. So that's why things mm-hmm. are difficult for you. But when you're able to move past that, you're going to be creating from a present, a, a present place in your life where um, hopefully you're in a healthy healing space. Do you understand? Does that make sense for you? Yeah, because the, the few jobs that I did have were very a toxic environment, and I just couldn't mm-hmm. understand. Because mm-hmm. you know, uh, I... I uh, I was, you know, desperate just to take a job, and then I wind up being in the wrong environment, and I knew I shouldn't have taken those jobs, but I just, I don't know. Right. So well, then that, no, go ahead. Yeah, and then so it that, wind up being a disaster. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm seeing is you're stuck in this pain picture or this pain memory, and so you're at that vibration of that pain memory. So you're creating from that vibration. So that's attracting in a like vibration. So that makes sense to me that you found a job that didn't feel right for you and and possibly people in your life are also matching that same vibration. So you're going to have to kind of rise above that. And, again, I, I see that coming through healing and finding forgiveness I'm actually hearing forgiveness. Forgive yourself as well. And that will help you rise above that pain picture, that memory. And, again, you'll be able to create from a much better space, a healthier space. And once you're able to do that, things are going to come in with ease, much more ease for you. Mm -hmm. Okay? um, Yeah, I mean, I'm dealing with, too, an ex-husband that keeps almost, you know, a few days ago, just sending me these emotional texts, you know, these abusive text messages because of where I am and my kids are upset. He thinks mm-hmm. I just, you know, thinks I like to be in the state and I don't, I don't at all. I'm not comfortable. I'm always, always a very independent woman. I had a good job and supported my children, worked, bought what I wanted at times. I mean, this is not a good place for me today, and this has got to stop. This got to end. It's just I just feel like I can't, you know. It's like you just said, I can't. This hamster on a wheel. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I tell you what, it, it ties into what I'm talking about today, actually, with the self-love. I think a large part of it is that you're, I keep hearing that you're going to have to kind of forgive yourself um, because you keep saying, I, I, I'm a strong, or I, I'm hearing that you said, like, you know, I wasn't that woman, I was strong, I had things together, da-da-da-da-da. Well, you're still that woman that's able to accomplish and do, but again, you've, you've allowed yourself to um, just get stuck in a space. And I know it sounds easy for me to say to you on the phone that you have to just move forward, but that truly is what you have to do. And you're going to have to forgive yourself for possibly thinking, well, I was this woman who was able to do blah, 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 but right now I'm not able to. Well, forgive yourself for even having those thoughts because you are capable of doing everything that you need to do to move forward. And it's okay that you were stuck in this space. That's okay too. But forgive yourself for any, um, for beating yourself up perhaps if you were doing that. Forgive yourself for needing help from family if you beat yourself up for that. Whatever it may be, forgive yourself. Find the healing that you need so that you are able to move out of this space. But but they keep in, I keep hearing from my guides that you it's really important for you to forgive yourself. So mm-hmm. I hope that resonates okay. with you because it keeps repeating. <laughs> okay. Well, I do have the book by Louise Hay, Heal Your Life, that I bought back in 2007 or 8. And um, good. I just I I am I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go back and refer to it, and hopefully that will help me through this process. Yeah, you know, it, yeah, pick that up and read it again and see what you find from that. But um, I do see here in the cards that once you're able to just take that step and move out of that space, things really are going to open up for you. And as you move out of that space into a more present healing space, your ex-husband isn't going to be able to um, do the things that he's doing, meaning like send those texts, send those things that are hurtful or possibly mm-hmm. abusive, because he's yeah. going to see that strength in you. And it's actually going to shake him to his core because he's taking really? advantage of you in this space right now. But yeah, um, he is. I, I get the sense that he's actually going to be a little nervous and afraid as, you're, as you gain, re, regain your strength. So yeah, because my sister wants to go my sister wants to go over there and tell him off, but I really don't want her to get involved. Yeah, you know, um, just looking at you, like I don't know what how that's going to help you. Like my concern is that you're able to move forward. So um, mm-hmm. I, I I say just keep working on your space and really find forgiveness in the situation and in yourself for whatever it is you mm-hmm. need have been beating Cause yourself up about that. Because he's, uh, he's also brainwashed my younger son, too. My son went away to college and he hasn't even called me. Um, I, I'm thinking my ex-husband is behind it, you know, constantly put, saying things about me. Well, you know, I, I, I do have to cut it short here, but what I will say is this. Um, nothing that your ex-husband does will matter as you begin to regain control of your space. Like the, it's so interesting that whatever adjustments and healing you do for you, it's really going to affect 
the things going on around you. And um, it's, it's going to empower you, and your ex-husband is going to respond to you differently. And your children will respond to you differently as well because they'll just see how you, you've, again, raised your vibration. You're empowered again. So really work on yourself and find that healing within yourself and you will see a huge shift in those things going on around you. So um, okay, start reading you. that book again, okay? okay. Right. And you have a great you. day. Thank okay, you. great. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Gosh, that was a long call. I want to get, before we wrap up here, I do want to just get on some, touch on some points because um, that was a great call, that last call about today's topic. You know, we attract, the people in our lives that are vibrating where we're vibrating. So if you find yourself um, in a loving or in a romantic relationship or even, again, with friends or family, in relationships that just don't feel right, aren't serving, aren't supportive, again, take a look at where you're vibrating from. What can you do differently to heal yourself? What can you do differently to raise your vibration? Because as you do that, It's so fascinating. As you begin to raise your vibration, here's what's going to happen. Either the people in your life um, that aren't healthy for you are going to adjust and, you know, say, boy, maybe I should be doing some things differently and want to do better for themselves, or they're going to fall by the wayside, which is also a blessing if they're not healthy for you. So look at how you're living And that will also bring some insight to what you're attracting. Um, And then a lot of us, especially women, we have these long lists of things we want in a partner. Well, take a look at what you have to offer a partner. Do you have those things that you want in another? Think about that. (laughs) It's great to want a a knight in shining armor. But what do you have to offer? I mean, are you bringing a bunch of baggage to the table? Because that knight in shining armor, that perfect man, the prince, you know, the king, whatever you may be looking for, if he has it together, he's not really going to be comfortable with coming and having to deal with all of your stuff. So really begin to work on your stuff before you expect someone else to come in um, with a clean, perfect, healthy slate (laughs) because that's just not going to work very well. Also, um, to be complete, I, I, I don't know if we're ever really complete and whole, but to really feel grounded um, and healthy and just a solid in your space, you have to take care of yourself. And I don't just mean physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Work on yourself all the time. I mean, every day we have to get up and work on ourselves. And, again, it, it's more than just physically or eating right. Have you found time to meditate or take a walk or, you know, go have – Go have um, some special time. Set aside special time with one of your closest, dearest friends to just meet every now and again because that also helps kind of, um, that's therapeutic. It really is. 
So find ways to work on yourself, heal yourself, clear your space. And, again, it's a constant process. It's not like you heal yourself and you're done and you get to live happily ever after. This has to be a daily practice. And once you feel whole and complete and really solid and secure in your space, that's when you're going to attract a partner that also is solid and secure in their space as well. And what a great relationship. When you have two people that are coming together for the sake of love and companionship and growth, but they're not looking for someone to complete them or someone to save them, then that's when, you know, you, you've you done it. That's when you know you're in a good, solid, loving relationship. So I'm running out of time here. I went too long on the calls, but I invite you all to head over to FORoberts.com. Um, I'm running a special uh, through the end of this month where sessions are only $75 for the hour, and I will meet you all next week. But remember, the best place to find love is starting with yourself. And have a great week. I'll talk to you next Thursday. Be well.